Welcome back to another episode of the Zealous Podcast. I'm Rocky Snyder, and this week I have the distinct honor of having Mark Verstegen as my guest. Mark is the president and founder of Exos, formerly Athletes Performance Institute. And he's the author of several books, including Core Performance and Every Day is Game Day. He is also the director of performance for the NFL Players Association and a whole lot more. We're just going to jump right into the conversation. I hope you enjoy it as much as I do. You know, I've been going to the Perform Better Summit since the early 2000s in Long Beach and, uh, and, and listening to you and, and seeing the growth, in fact, with Athletics Performance Institute, Athletes Performance Institute, that is, turning into Exos and Core Performance. Actually, one of my high school buddies that was a captain of the gymnastics team with me actually worked for you for Core Performance out in Arizona. And I had the, I had the fortunate or uh, the honor to go and visit him while he was there. And uh, man, to, to be there in person, to see what you've developed, I, I just got to say, it's, it's remarkable. Did, did you envision that, first of all? Like when you kind of moved to Arizona and you're in some kind of, uh, I think it was like a, an old uh, Staples facility or something. Did you see this going the way it's going? Well, you know, I think it's always come down to a very simple thing, like we were just talking about with your son, that, you know, greatness is a team sport. And I think that was our intent. And with the core values that Exos has always had from the beginning, which is like, you know, we have an innate responsibility to serve all of our clients, treat them all as an N of one. And if we do that unbelievably well, and we continue to do that as this one team, and we continuously improve, and we do that, you know, us, we do it with a bit of a tenacity. Um, we're never satisfied, and we love to collaborate. So you never know where that journey is going to take you. And I think with that, um, to see what athletes performance, core performance, Exos has become, yeah, did I ever dream it? No, because we were unbelievably focused on serving each one of our individual clients, um, you know, just like you have as well. So, but, you know, looking back, um, every different, uh, step that we've taken has been around those core values. And that's really what drives us today. And we aren't going to be slowing down. If anything, we just keep getting more efficient at what we do and serving and elevating more lives. Now, were there ever times where something came over your desk? It didn't match up necessarily with the core values, but you said, you know, uh, it's time to make an exception here. And you went with it. Were there any times like that, or have you stayed right in those parameters? You know, I think we always have a very strong true north for a few things. One is our core values, which we try not to deviate from. And then secondly, is what this goal and objective was in creating and pioneering this field we call human performance. And with that, when you start to get that focus, you know, pretty tight and pretty narrow, um, you start to kind of let the noise go away. And so within those parameters, yeah, there's things that have been on the fringe of that. But I also think that it's um, been a great growth and learning partnership when we have done that. It stretched us. And normally, if we were doing that, it was to bring in these outside areas of expertise that would raise the bar for us. Um, as an example, um, I remember in Dr. Andrews, the godfather of sports medicine, you know, he came to us and said, hey, I don't want my career to be just about putting people back together. You guys are the best around this you know, kind of prehab, rehab performance, what if we can take this and make it into a continuum of care in Gulf Breeze, Pensacola? And that was something that I knew that the performance field, if we were truly going to make it, we needed to elevate best practices to these others. And I think 
if you look at our portfolio of clients now, they are the influencers globally. We're honored and have the responsibility to support um, globally in sport. Um, you know, military, we've had up to 100% uh, market share of special operations globally and had their trust. But now we're inside over 30% of the Fortune 100. And so when you start to look at those companies and their best practices, it always elevates the bar for Exos to continue to innovate and serve our clients. And as long as we keep that, we're going to be tight um, on that vision. So what are some of the innovations that have occurred, say, in the last year or two years? Well, I mean, listen, um, COVID did a lot for all of us, right? It like didn't it now, yes. So, uh, you know, to, just to focus on the last few years, I mean, I think our heritage has always been innovation. Um, you know, to provide the finest performance systems, specialists, and platforms seamlessly integrated to efficiently and ethically enhance all of our clients' performance, um, that's driven us. You know, Fast Company over our heritage um, said that we are the most innovative company in sport. And then a few years later, the most innovative company in fitness. And we really had to not just lean into those muscles during COVID. We actually restructured our entire organization. Our CEO, uh, Sarah Rob O'Hagan did a great job helping us become more direct to all our consumers and lives. And with that, like we in COVID really leaned in. And one of the things that we're most proud of is how do we reach more of the lives that we support? And we created the Exos Fit app. And that thing has been a game changer for all of our clients, driving record NPS scores and you know, record number of lives scored, even though we weren't able to come together in person during COVID. Well, how does that work? I mean, and, and how long did it take to develop that app? I mean, that must have been one of those things where there was no sleeping until it came out. <laughs> you know, we recruited, um, we had some really talented team members, and then we were also pretty well versed in this technology element, but we also had to go recruit a lot new muscles and skills. And that was great for me to see just that it allows us to continue to raise the bar of what we're capable of and continue to lead that industry. So what it really took was, again, from a consumer centric experience, what are they looking for? What are our consumers looking for? And we have to give you a sense of scale, um, we have over 4,000 teammates across 26 countries inside 400 doors, and we support up to 400,000 lives. And a lot of that is in person, right? We have those fitness uh, facilities, performance centers inside corporations. So what we were able to do is like, what does the user want? How do we remove friction? And now they're able to work across this exosystem of mindset, nutrition, movement, recovery, and have their app actually do everything from completely virtual to live streaming, but most importantly, how do they connect in person with the coach? And that's across our mindset and the nutrition, uh, the movement, the recovery. And Rocky, one of the coolest things, and this blew my mind, this, this goes to the tenacity of our team. Um, last year, we supported over a million um, workouts virtually almost 2 million one-on-one um, -on -one consults. And then ultimately had another couple million like educational um, elements as well. Like, so we are close to almost 5 million interactions, like deep interactions with our clients. Um, and actually, again, grew that MPS score by like 20%. So yeah, it's, it's sleepless nights, but it's not um, our team doing or being willing to do what it takes. 
it is their passion. It's their responsibility. And like these guys, like they go in this, again, greatness is a team sport and they elevate one another and they've done great things. That's phenomenal. Those numbers are just mind boggling. It is like, that's a part. Like if I go back to your earliest question, did I ever think that was going to be possible? No. But again, I just still believe greatness is a team sport. We go side by side with our clients and they continue to provide both, you know, B2B, but also our consumers. And they just continue to inspire us and it keeps us hyper-focused and we like to go. Yeah. Now, some of your clients obviously are the professional sports world, like the yeah. NFL Player Association. Yep. Tell me, what's your role with the NFLPA? Yeah, that's been one of my greatest honors. It's been over 20 years. I've served as the performance director for the NFL Players Association. I was brought in by Gene Upshaw and Trace Armstrong um, over 20 years ago. And it was all around player health and safety. And at the time, um, it was a pretty brutal environment, to be honest with you. And if I fast forward to where we're at today, the you know, player health is non-negotiable. And so this is a great alignment between the NFL Players Association and the NFL to really create best practices. And I'll tell you the kind of this Moore's law, the curve that we've been able to hit over the last eight years from electronic medical records to these head, neck and spine committees, obviously all the things we've done around, you know, the concussion um, element of it, like the subcommittees around engineering would blow your mind. And it's something that we're just honestly really proud to help create the vision and lead over all the years because it's made the game better and uh, it will continue to go in a really rapid way. Secondly, it will lead to global research around all these different elements from foot and ankle. And I could just, I could go on forever about everything that we do around the NFL Players Association. That's phenomenal. You know, I was watching a couple of old uh, sports clips, uh, NFL games, and it must have been, I think, back in the 70s. And I'm watching with my kids. Uh, my daughter's a football player. My my son kind of wants to be, but surfing pulls him aside. But the the players back then, their shoulder pads were almost came up to their ears. right? And they're just going, oh, my gosh, what's that all about? Why aren't they so big? And I'm like, well, that's that's innovation and technology. They found that that was actually probably causing a whole bunch more neck issues or some other things. And now you you're just you see the progress in the sports. So what what are some of the things that you and, and the committees are are kind of going forth with now with the players association? Are some changes coming up in the upcoming season next year? Yeah, Rocky, you hit it on the head when you talk about like just the innovation and this continuous improvement um, of the athlete. Like, you know, first of all, part of what really inspired a lot of this player health and safety work was what Exos was doing with the NFL Combine. And that NFL Combine, we've been fortunate enough probably over the last three or four years to have at least half of the first round, a second, and in one case, you know, half of the third round as well, training with us. And so from that innovative mindset, we're seeking to understand what the players are going through. And that's a very similar footprint to what's happened within the NFL. So if I fast forward to where we're at today, I think people would be really blown away that we are actually able to take all the biomechanics that would be lab grade biomechanics, apply it to every game, every Sunday, any injury that happens can be recreated, right, digitally and to lab grade, uh, you know, just depending on how quick we can turn it and crank it. And that happens for every single injury in the NFL. IQVIA runs all the data and statistics and so now we're starting to get really a sharp 
understanding of what's going on all the way into like, you know, musculoskeletal type injuries and what we're doing around that. And then how we fund innovation to continue to try to get actionable solutions season over season. Um, and so I think you're going to continue to see because we have the vehicles in place. Let me give you a quick example. We know that natural grass versus turf, like, you know, that's a real thing. So now we have the data on that. We also have the field surface conditions for every game played every day. We also know based on RFID tags and every player's cleats, when they break the threshold, we know exactly the cleat that they're wearing on um, the model and how that model interacts with that turf. And then we can, you know, regression analysis against that if there is injury and in others. But then more importantly, you and I both know they spend 90% of the time practicing. So what are we doing around those practice conditions and those, you know, the practice footwear, but that whole thing goes to helmet engineering, the style of play players that got faster because of people like you and like Exos and the Michael Boyles and just higher performing. So it's, you know, this law of unintended consequences that uh, will continue to drive the game. It's, it is crazy. The athleticism from the interior lineman all the way out to what you just see on the printers. It's, it's crazy. And then you yeah, see that's pretty that bends, um, you know, the role of kind of this age and Andrew Whitten last night for the LA Rams left tackle at 40 years old playing left tackle against the best athletes on the field. And I love that because it goes back to this core belief that Exos has had around sustainable high performance. And that's what we bring to professionals, whether it's in sport, work or life. Well, that's, that's amazing that there's that almost underground statisticians that are out there just looking at that. You don't hear it on the broadcast when you're watching the weekend games, but how has that affected the role of the conditioning specialist, performance director of the teams? Like when you're developing these programs for the athletes and you're getting all this inside information from one game to the next, and you're seeing what is the potential for injury, how, how does that kind of trickle down into the conditioning program? And I, I ask that because, I, I see that now I don't think that, that athletes actually try and train necessarily for the combine. It's like students trying to prepare for a test rather than the information, right? We're trying to develop these comprehensive athletes that are resilient and are going to sustain for a long period of time, right? So how, how I guess that's, that's my question is how does that roll into the conditioning? You know, first of all, I think what you've seen within the league, which we believe, again, in sport, work, and life, which is, you know, it's easy to go train for an hour a day. It's taking this practice and creating it for the other 23 hours a day that hits on your point of kind of the sustainable high performance. And that's probably the greatest level that is elevated up to improve the professionalism of all our players. And also the resources, this greatness as a team sport inside every organization. And I can say the same thing around our corporate clients, our tactical clients, and obviously inside like the NFL, the, the team that they have and how they have to play ball, they have to go through and treat each player as an N01, right? That older player versus this rookie and what positions they play and what program they come out of and what their, you know, movement screening is, mindset, nutrition, movement recovery, and how they're adapting that sports science data, how they're doing it, what the coach's philosophy is. And I think, so really what it comes down to is much more to that philosophy of an N of one, but at the same time, you only have so much energy that you can ask from a player and so much focus. 
So those teams, again, have to be seamlessly integrated to support teams and use their time in a prioritized way to best serve that athlete so that they're able to practice well and then go play well. And that's what you've seen really hyper accelerate within the league and the organization and sport, uh, specifically the NFL, but also, you know, uh, globally in the world of soccer, you see it everywhere, right? And inside the tactical world and inside the rest, it's career longevity, career productivity. Now, with all the other sports, all the other athletes, I mean, it's a broad spectrum that Exos has the, the I won't say the tendrils or tentacles, but your reach is so vast now. It's, of course, it's not just the NFL. I mean, when I was down visiting several years back in Arizona, you had quite a few of the Red Sox players coming in, in the offseason. So I imagine you're that, well, uh, let me ask this, Obscure yeah. Sports Quarterly, the movie Handball, right? Uh, dodgeball, that is. Um, <laughs> wait, what, what obscure sports is Exos finding themselves into? Like, are you training the Olympic Canadian curling team as well? <laughs> well, it's funny because, you know, the Olympics aren't a target market of ours. And at the same time, I think, you know, we've trained over 50 medalists. And if we were a country in the last two Olympics, we would have placed eighth and one and sixth and another Exos would have as a country. And you're and not so, even trying. I, well, no, I'm just saying it's just the way that this kind of our clients referring us to other clients. It's just kind of how it worked out. So, you know, literally from, you know, the gold medalists and men's and women's um, table tennis to, yeah, it's probably been curling uh, Indian national field hockey teams to obviously, you know, globally world cup champions of the German national team in soccer to MLS champions to you name it. Like, and at the same time, Rocky, you know, this, the, the approach is the same, whether it's, you know, someone, a performer aspiring in sport, regardless of what that sport is or what they're aspiring to do professionally and work or, you know, what their goals and aspirations are in life. It's just like, we have to sit back and, and listen really well to this end of one of where they're at, how they've shown up here and respect that. And what is their conviction of and confidence to move forward toward this new goal? And that's like our job. And then from that, how do we create this game plan? And essentially, you know, like with Exos Fit, we are just able to help create the app to help them get to that really quick. Cause I'm all about simple things done savagely well. How quick can they get to that? And then how do we support them with their support team around that mindset, nutrition, movement, recovery? And they start to gain the confidence. And if we can ignite that hero, that hero's journey inside each one of them, what I've loved about our Exos community is that it's not just their personal journey. It's like what you were just talking about in a 26 mile paddle with your son. There's points in all of our journeys. We need someone side by side that believes in us, that's there with us. And that's really why this, this team approach and not just with the Exos support staff and the Exos fit app, but we, one of the greatest things, you know, and that you've created are these small teams in these small communities. And I think that's one thing COVID taught us too, is we need our people. We need our support of like-minded people. And we've been able through our community to kind of pair them together with small groups. And man, sometimes you just have to get out of the way and just keep igniting those things and then let them continue to go. And man, just like you asked about where Exos is today, you just have to let greatness happen. That's fantastic. Now there, there are some things coming out, I know. I don't know where I read it, but you've got a few things coming out in 2022 with Exos. And, and what are some of these, what, what are some of the projects that you're basically about to release? 
Yeah, I'll tell you, you know, one, I've been talking about the Exos Fit app because, you know, we support, um, I'm trying to think what the number is, about three and a half million lives. We have the opportunity inside our corporate clients, um, in our community clients, inside our sports medicine, physical therapy elements, and then obviously within our four institutes, that we need to be this omni-channel solution for them. You know, it's always been about upgrading behaviors, right? So our ability to do that inside our walls, outside our walls, in their home, you know, with and without, you know, uh, direct support. That's what the Exos Fit app does. We'll keep doing more of that. We'll keep getting better and smarter at that with everything we're doing around our AI and learning from our people. We've also, you know, re-engineered our athlete experience inside the facilities, the data that's collected, how we're sharing that, how we're supporting athletes, not just through the combine, but our, expecta our expectations, yeah, not just to elevate draft status, but how do they get drafted at a high level and how do they make the most positive impact? And you're seeing that with all the rookies this year to immediately make the impact throughout an entire season. And that's always been our goal. So how we have this support, how we work with other peers and that support staff, then NFL organizations, how we work with this whole new work environment, sport, work, and life. So I think there's always, you know, with Exos, we're always innovating. We're always getting sharper and we're never satisfied with fulfilling that responsibility back to all of our clients because everyone's an Anna one, but we have to do it at scale. Well, scale, uh, scale is a completely different story for you compared to me, but I understand what you're saying. Uh, <laughs> That's just amazing. I, I'm curious with the, the talent that you draw in, and I'm not talking about athletic talent. I'm talking about the coaching staff, the physical therapists, so everybody. How, obviously, you've developed quite a reputation within the industry. So you've got a whole bunch of people wanting internships, wanting to go there, wanting to work aside yourself and, and others there. But how do you get those people that like, are you going out to different areas and hand selecting, or is it now that people are just coming to you? <laughs> I wish. Exos from the very beginning, the reason that we've grown at the rate that we have, and it was very slow early because there weren't the right type of people out there to kind of run this very integrated system, this greatness as a team sport, this one team, because we've always played for the team on the front of the jersey, not the name on the back. And I think that our culture of our respect and our humility, our continuous improvement, this responsibility to serve and this, this tenacity in which we continue to move forward attracts like-minded people. But in the long-term plan, that's why we have Exos Education. We didn't believe in holding what we're learning. We believed in sharing what we're learning with the great institutions that you talked about. The more that we can influence curriculum, the more that we can go recruit on those campuses for the next layer of talents, the more that we rely on our peers like yourself and the people within the field, as well as the professors that feed the field. Like that's been a huge thing for our internships. And that's a working interview. And we have a high percentage um, of people that come through our system that were interns that earn the ability to get full-time. We do attract great global people through our Exos education, our mentorships. That's a unbelievable thing to take like-minded people that want to come together. And you learn from them all week, the quality of the questions, how they treat other people. And like, man, we put them on the draft board. We want them when we go to this market or this location. And then, you know, after that, 
we are lucky as a brand that once people start with us, we have a really long um, relationship because we, we love the individuality. We love our one team, but when you look at like um, everything that we have within the diversity of this organization, we celebrate it. We love that all of our practitioners, regardless of what disciplines you come from, and then inside our employee resource groups, um, we have some of the strongest employee resource groups inside our organization that allow people to continue to go and grow and celebrate who they are. And that's just all these things together um, have created this great culture at Exos that we're all responsible for and we all have to invest in every day. Oh, that's phenomenal. Now, some, sometimes we get roadblocks, we get detours, hindrances. And, and for a lot of us, it's dealing with insurance. Now, of course, you've got, you've got medical professionals like physical therapists that easily get coverage, but in the areas where maybe you've just got trainers that are on location at places and you're helping these people that are not athletically inclined or at that competitive level, um, do, you, do you see anything changing? I mean, from your experience in the industry, do you see insurance companies going, you know what, if we invest in a little preventative care and cover these sessions that these people are going for, we're going to be saving a lot of money in the long run. Do you see that happening? Yeah, so it's a great question. I think it's much like your philosophy at RTC. It's what we've all done is we believe in, um, you know, really clean movement patterns, clean behavioral patterns, clean eating patterns, making sure we get the rest. And listen, you do the right things across mindset, nutrition, movement, and recovery. You are so far down this proactive road away from disease states. And any disease states, the first thing they want you to be able to do is start to adopt these practices. So with that, when I say that Exos has uh, the great honor and responsibility that we influence the influencers, some of the largest payers and providers, so insurers and healthcare systems in the US and in the world are our clients. We serve their employees inside their walls. And through that process, we're also talking about this is validated, researched, which we've done IRB level research to show that interventions work proactively they are not only uh, engaging, they're not only attainable, they're a ton of fun. And especially when you can do it in this Exos community kind of way. And so I think that has been something that we've been working at for 10 years and nothing moves fast in that space, but post COVID, I think we're gonna continue to see that ramp, but we have to change the rules by which it's played. So until healthcare systems and insurers are also rewarded or employees or employers are rewarded for playing that style of ball. We have to change the incentive structure, but I think we're getting there. Yeah, because without it, you know, I, I am eternally optimistic, but when it comes to battling the, the obesity pandemic, and not just in the U.S., because it's becoming global now, sure. but uh, we're, we're not exclusive to that. But I think as fitness professionals, con conditioning specialists, physical therapists and the like, we're, we're unfortunately losing this battle and we need help with it. And, and I think that if they were to come on, and that's just my own kind of little platform that I'm thinking of, but uh, hey, Rocky, we can't, we can't do it without on the head, But I'm telling you right now, and this is one of the great things, like I have more fulfillment and joy. We talk about, you know, sport influencing work, influencing life. When we've done IRB research around our professionals or performers inside like um, a client, like there's an IRB research study at Intel. 
And we've also done um, other ones like that, where we took people who had a lot of risk factors and we did various levels of just a little bit of an eval, our individualized game plan, all the stuff we see in our Exos Fit app. And we started getting them going. Rocky, six weeks later, like obviously um, a lot of those pre-disease state stuff faded away, but more importantly, the confidence um, that turned to courage um, a lot of them would come up to uh, Exos at the elite facility and you would be so proud. And I was so proud of them. One, they walked in the door, this positive environment and they belonged and they were like confident enough to go out on that floor amidst world-class athletes and just rocked it and had fun and laughed. And like, just those are the things that mean way more because the difference between sport and tactical, there might be seven to 15 support staff for every one performer. That's awesome. And it's hyper competitive. We know that. But let's flip over here to the other side. You know, when we talk about work and life, all of us, we're probably supporting seven to 15 people, you know, carrying up probably for our parents at this point, carrying across, carrying down. And I haven't even talked about your professional responsibilities yet. Where's your support staff? And if you're a caregiver, you usually prioritize yourself last because you think that's the best thing to do yet. You're just deficit spending with your health. So I think that's why this passion around, like you said, intervening at the right level. And that's why we're so deeply ingrained in meeting people where they're at inside our corporations and our community centers, because the goodness that we're doing right there and the influence that we have to affect they, their family, powerful. COVID, rapid accelerator to that. So it's coming. And I know you've been pounding the rock like me for you know a really long time. Um, but yeah. same time, it's also really cool to see and the validity of the research and the data to not just say it's a nice to have, it is a need to have. I think COVID absolutely showed that not random acts of fitness, but performance, purpose, individualized to me that I'm confident that I continue to build a life practice is the way forward. And I think that's why we're super excited. So we've got Exos for the high level caliber athletes. We have got also for the corporate world. And so am I hearing you saying there's going to be almost a tri triad here with Exos in the medical fitness industry? Yeah, I mean, I think that's what we've tried to do from the very beginning. You mentioned, you know, core performance centers back in the day, and that was just, a, you know, a very valid, reliable approach. Evaluate every single person, which we do. Give them an individualized game plan and then create this really conducive environment. And if it didn't exist, we'd create it. And that's really what this Exos Fit app is the next touch of that, that allows people to empower their own journey and have full support of great practitioners that are multidisciplinary working on the same game plan to help them achieve. And if we do that, and the great thing now is that, you know, everything can be monitored in the, the easiest of ways, improves the validity and the reliability to the approach to ultimately you know, gain the outcome data, which ultimately is what payers and providers need in order to start to either fund those people's journey, right? And I think what corporations realize, at least with the excess approach, they have the data to know that this intervention, this, this way forward works and performance is a validated approach and it's going to ultimately save them a lot of money. We don't ever sell on um, saving of money for the health related issues. We sell on performance because the employees to attain and retain great people. This is one of the highest rated things that help create that 
uh, you know, attaining new employee talent and retaining employee talent because they know that this is something that adds value uh, to their life. And that's one of the biggest things that we see post-COVID as well. Wow. Okay. I, I, I've taken a whole bunch of your time and I, I don't want to take too much more, but I, I do wonder, uh, and I'm not going to ask you what the top five books are on your shelf are, because that's, that's okay. one of the most uh, useless questions and, and the go-tos. But what I am interested in is, is, is there an avenue that you're investigating of, of a movement philosophy, a healthcare item? Is it um, brain science? Is, it, is there something that you're intrigued by that isn't con- right now in the, in the, uh, the recipe for success that you're going, I think we need to explore this a little bit more. Um, yes to all. <laughs> and yeah, we're, you know, us, we're, we're always on that. And we have, I think we're upwards of six continuous improvement summits uh, within Exos per year, uh, led by Jenny Royals and education team. And we have all the outside people coming. It's like, I love it. Like I'm totally focused, dedicated to it. Um, love that. We're super passionate about the neuroscience, you know, like to us, mindlessness is the new mindfulness, right? And so neuroscience is baked into everything we've ever done. Um, you know, that mindset piece has always been great, like understanding who you are and where you want to go and believing in a game plan, but also then stop thinking and start acting. And that's, we've loved that. We love um, and always have not just a female athlete, but the female performer at all stages. And I think that's just another one that we're doing a lot of research in and around because we support so many. And that also drives just kind of our, uh, initiative around women and young women, because we've also found inside the corporations, over 80% of people inside organizations, women inside organizations and, you know, leadership roles, over 80% of them probably participated in sport and most likely team sport. So our goal to reach back earlier and create that environment and continue to build the habits to sustainable high performance early, huge passion always has been and will be for Exos. So I think you kind of see those types of things. And then personally, um, I've always got my uh, fun stuff going, even outside the organization, just uh, the infrastructures at the house. We talked about paddling earlier, and obviously I'd love to go mountain bike, but, you know, um, hormesis and all the, you know, heat shock proteins and saunas and infrared stuff, like I've been all over that, cold plunging, like that's an every morning um, type of thing for both those things, uh, you know, float tank sitting downstairs in the house as well, just got out of the hyperbaric chamber while uh, reading up on some different stuff and that red, you know, red light therapy was at 5 a.m. this morning as I kind of caught up on emails to that kind of stuff. And, um, you know, even how it gets into vision and, you know, like, so there's just so much wonderful stuff happening from the gut microbiome all around out. And this is where we talk about this, you know, um, Exo's point of view. Uh, 20 years ago, we created a 400 and some page white paper on performance mindset, nutrition, movement, recovery, and how they all were interacting. It wasn't four separate things, but those are the four strands of the DNA that we are going after. And to see the Moore's Law of where research has gone as of late is just absolutely inspiring for all of us. Like the future is bright. So long as we have these behavioral approaches to how we approach each day, all the way from giving gratitude when we wake up and Right. It's the only thing you give gratitude and you get this great neurochemical dump up there of 
both serotonin and dopamine. And it's like the only thing you can do to get both those things to kick on at the same time and know that they drive you like you can't be anxious and depressed at the same time you're giving gratitude. So it's the most simple things. It doesn't have to be high tech. It just needs to be a good daily practice for us to invest in. Well, I'm definitely having an attitude of gratitude right now talking to you. And this has been fantastic. So obviously I'm going to put a whole bunch of information in the description of the podcast, telling people how they can check out your app as well as go to Exos uh, websites. And for those strength coaches, personal trainers, even physical therapists and the like that are interested in becoming part of the Exos team, what do you recommend they do? Yeah, number one is, you know, teamexos.com. Um, we're really transparent. Our careers page on there is absolutely awesome. Our education is a great way just to come check and feel things out. And, you know, we love people just to walk inside our walls or we meet them within theirs. Uh, we love the investment education. So I think those are probably the two top ways to do it. And you already mentioned the Exos Fit app. But Team Exos is a great resource just to, to dive in there. And to all our peers, you included, Rocky, thank you. Because the culture that we've created over the last 20 years in this performance category is one of open, growth-minded, greatness as a team sport, sharing what we know. And I just look at the past people you've had on this podcast to you know, it's just been great professional strength conditioning and football and sports science and football to ML, like all the stuff that you've done. It's just, we need to keep that culture. So we keep continuing to innovate and pioneer to better serve all of our clients in sport and work and in life. Couldn't have said it better. Mark, this has been a wonderful, wonderful conversation. Thank you so much. Appreciate you, Rocky. Well, that's a wrap for another episode of the Zealous Podcast. I just want to say thank you to Mark Verstegen, Team Exos, for coming on and, man, sharing some amazing stuff. Be sure to tune in next week when we have another incredible guest. And be sure to subscribe if you haven't already and tell a few friends while you're at it. Have a great week.